Hello, my friend. I'm Allison, and I want to welcome you to the Energetic Sovereignty Podcast. This space is all about going deeper, understanding energetics, and how to intentionally use energy in your life now. On this podcast, I'll be sharing tools and resources that have helped me on my journey and show you how to apply them in your life so they can help you too. This show is a raw and real expression of life and spirituality and what it looks like to be the divine in human form. I trust that this podcast will find you in the exact moment you need it and support you wherever you're at on your journey now. May you feel uplifted and empowered to step into your soul's highest alignment today. Hello, my friend. I am so grateful to be hopping on another episode with you and for you. And like I've mentioned in other episodes, I just really have committed to jumping into an episode when I'm in the energy of the thing that I want to talk about. So I literally just got done doing quite a bit of energy work. I did some psyche. I did a little bit of emotional release. I was really triggered by a situation and I just it was so triggering that I just really had to go in and address it and afterwards when I was in kind of something called a psyche balance I felt my higher self come to me I felt my angels and guides come to me and just invite me to empower myself to assign a new meaning to this situation And I know we've talked about this before, but our brains, our minds are meaning making machines. There is an incredible book called Man's Search for Meaning. It's by a man named Viktor Frankl. It's a very famous and old book. It, um, he was a psychotherapist who was Jewish and was put in concentration camps in World War II, um, in Nazi Germany. And it's his, It's literally his experience and his like firsthand account of, I said hand really weird there. That was amazing. I was like, I was, I don't even know what accent that was. Hand. Um, Sorry. (laughs) I'm silly today. It's his firsthand account of, and by the way, I love that we can like, I, one of my gifts in human design one of the gene keys is lightness. And so in hospice, I felt this way too, is that like, I really, for me, I feel like part of what I'm here to do is to bring an energy of lightness to all situations. So whenever I laugh at things or whenever I'm like making light of things, it's not to decrease the meaning or the importance or the significance. Like that's how it was in hospice. Like I'm just here to bring a sense of lightness to personal development, to spirituality, to trauma, to darkness, to challenges. That's just what I'm here to do. So I love to laugh and I love to make things playful and fun because I think we take things way too serious. So anyways, intention of this episode and all my episodes to bring you lightness in the darkness and to bring a sense of lightness to some of these heavier topics which was literally funny because in hospice it's like there's really not much more that's heavier than death (laughs) right and I'm just not scared or bothered by death at all um and so bringing that energy of lightness to patients that are dying and family members that are having their uh, family member pass um, was just something that I really love to do. So anyways, I'm going to bring that here and I don't know why I went on that tangent, but hopefully that's helpful. 
Okay, and I'm sniffling because I was literally bawling my fucking eyes out before I'm recording this episode while I was doing my emotional release and my energy work. Back on track. Victor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning, amazing book. He had a firsthand account of watching people go through a psychological process of creating meaning in their mind. So he he gives a story in the book that there would be certain he was in a men's concentration camp like one of the biggest ones one of like the worst ones and they as like a group or like you know different um families or different like you know friend groups they would decide or there might be rumors that go around the camp that like they were going to be freed on a certain date so he talks about one of the people that he was close to in the camp um there was, I think it was like the flu or or malaria. No, it was malaria. Like was going around and killing a bunch of people because obviously they weren't like being treated. And so malaria was going around like really bad in the camp at a certain amount of time, certain period of time. And there was his close friend who had believed, who had decided, he had heard a rumor or something that on this specific day that was like, you know, a month or two away from that point that they the camp was going to be freed and they were all going to be freed on this specific day I don't know why I think it was like a holiday or like something there was some specific date that was like this is the day that we're all going to be freed and so literally he said this guy like held this belief that they were going to be freed on be freed on this specific day and and he did not get sick and his energy stayed up and happy and literally once that day came and passed the next day that man got malaria and passed away like two or three days later like got like malaria immediately had the worst case of it and passed away like two or three days later so what he shares in the book is he's he was able to watch and observe how different people created meaning from different situations and two people or five people or a hundred people could face the same situation and create a different meaning and the, the meaning that they chose, the meaning that they assigned to that specific thing is what determined how they experienced it and their outcome if that makes sense. Another example of this is my husband, Drew, and I, we both went to the same college. We lived in basically the same dorm. Like our dorms were separated, boys and girls, but he was in like the identical dorm to mine, just boys. We went to the same nursing school, took all the same classes, had most of the same clinicals. Because of the meaning that we gave things and because of the lens that we viewed life, I had the most miserable, terrible, traumatic time in college, and he had such a wonderful, easeful, fun, joyful experience of college. Like, we both look back, and I'm like, did we even go to the same college? Like, what the fuck? Did he even go to nursing school? Like, his view of nursing school was like that it was easy, that it was not a big deal. He had fun in the dorms. He loved it. I literally, like just slowly died in college like I hated nursing school I thought it was so difficult so traumatic so hard I felt like shit about myself I didn't like living in the dorms it was terrible and here's the thing it was a very similar experience obviously we didn't have the exact same experience but super similar right the meaning that he was able to create from that experience versus the meaning that I created from that experience and therefore 
we experienced it differently. Like his belief was this is easy. This is not a big deal. Like this is like, I'm a natural at this. I'm good at this. Like I'm going to make it like those beliefs and the meaning he assigned then gave him an experience that was a lot higher vibrational and more enjoyable than the meaning that I gave my experience, which was like, I'm not good enough. This is too hard. I'm going to fail. Like, this is like out of alignment for me. I don't like this. Like all of that meaning then gave me a totally different experience. So people can view life. We view life a certain way. And the meaning that we assign is what determines our outcome and our experience of that thing. Okay. So definitely encourage you to go read that book, Victor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning. It's so good. Um, So back to my story of like literally right before this podcast. So when I was in the balance and it was basically similar to like a meditation, but it was an energy shifting balance. And I felt my angels and guides and my higher self just be like, what are you making this mean? And they invited me to reframe and to assign a new meaning to the situation that I was experiencing, to the pain to the difficulty. And when I got out of this balance, I realized too that a couple days ago I had texted a client and I texted her and I encouraged her basically with exactly what my guides and angels were encouraging me with, which is so funny, like how quantum and things are. And they were essentially like, can you reframe this situation, this quote unquote challenge, this thing that is challenging you? Can you reframe it and assign it a new meaning that this is helping you become the master? That this is helping you go to the next level in your personal life, in your vibration, in your relationships, in your business, you as a person. Like this specific challenge is helping you so freaking much. And instead of resisting it, because my current kind of meaning that I was assigning or the story I was telling about it was kind of that it was really hurting me and it was holding me back and it was lowering my vibrate, well, can't speak, my vibration and that it was, um, again, hurting me and causing me pain and holding me back and that I couldn't get over it and that it was hindering my progress forward and um, that I was funneling all of my energy into this like thing that's making me feel heavy and stifled and frustrated and angry and sad and hurt and grieving. Like all of that, I took all of my power back when I reassigned a meaning to that situation. Same situation, same circumstance. The person didn't change. The situation didn't change. What changed was me and the meaning that I assigned to it. So my new meaning for that situation is that I'm going to be super, super grateful for it because it is revealing so much within myself that needs to be healed. And it's gifting me with an opportunity to go to my next level. It's gifting me with an opportunity and shining a light on the places in me that need to be healed, the places in me that need to be loved, the things I need to let go of, the things that I need to welcome in. It's shining a light on the places that I need to be thinking different, 
It's shining a light on the places where I'm experiencing emotions that are out of alignment with my my truest, best version of me. It's shining a light on the places that I'm taking action that are out of alignment with that future version of me. It's shining a light of where I'm not taking action, where I should be or could be. So this challenge, this difficulty is serving me when I gave it a new meaning that it is helping me become the master of my energy, of my thoughts, of my emotions, and of my actions. I am becoming energetically sovereign, the master of energy, the alchemist. I am choosing to take this challenge, which is just energy, and transform it into something that makes me so powerful, that makes me unstoppable, that refines me. You know, I love the image of like gold being refined in the fire, like the heat, like heating up causes all the imperfections, all the things that are out of alignment with that pure gold come to the top to be released and scraped off. And that's what we do when we do energy work. That's what we do when we work through some of these challenges, when we use these energy tools. That's what energy tools are. They are the heat and the refining, the scraping off of all of those heavier, denser, darker things that are out of alignment with who we want to be and how we want to show up in the world and who we really are, who we came here to be. So I want to encourage you today to look and reframe the things in your life that are challenging you, whether that's relationships, whether that's a circumstance, a situation, a, a um, just something, whatever is coming up in your life right now. Look at it. Look at the meaning that you're assigning to it. What story are you telling about it? And can you reframe it? And can you take your personal power and create a new meaning? Create a new meaning. And when you create a new meaning and you tell a new story about it, it literally changes everything. All right, my friend, I love you so much. I'm sending you so much support today. I see you. Again, I'm right here with you doing this work. Everything I share on this podcast, I am doing actively in my life right this fucking minute. (laughs) Which is actually why I love this podcast because it keeps me super accountable and it just keeps me growing like constantly. And I just am always open to new ideas, new tools, new things that can help myself. And therefore, then I can share with you and hope and offer you, you know, that tool too, so that hopefully it can help and elevate you and improve your life. So that is my intention to support you, uplift you, help you and assist you on your journey. And I just want you to know that no matter who you are and where you are, whenever you're listening to this, know that you are deeply and dearly loved and that you are extremely supported and you are being cheered on by all of your angels and guides and ancestors. Open your eyes today to see all of the support and love around you. Open yourself up to receiving what you need today. Assign a new meaning. Take your power back. You are loved. I am so grateful you're here cheering you on in your journey, my friend. Have an incredible day. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that it gave you exactly what your soul was needing today. And if you would like more support on your journey, you can visit my website, allisonfinley.com. It's so wonderful to work together. Honestly, my intention with the work that I do is to help you become your own healer. You know, we all have spiritual gifts and the ability to heal and transform our lives and That's really what I do is teach you how to do that with energy tools and with these practical tools. So if you're wanting to make some big shifts and you're wanting to learn energy work or you're wanting to discover or develop your spiritual gifts, please come join me over there. And as always, I'm sending you so much love and support on your journey.